Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, which is entitled, A Divine Interruption. Some interruptions in our lives are simply unplanned delays. Like I said in last week's episode, God can use His divine delays in our journey to bring us into alignment with His perfect timing. He slows us down in order to accomplish His perfect plan in the midst of our journey. But some interruptions are far more than a delay. They are moments, events, and or circumstances He uses in our lives to completely redirect us onto a course that looks very different from the one we've been on. Most often, these interruptions can occur in the midst of a normal day. We're doing what we normally do, going about our routine, perhaps on autopilot. When the day started out, we had a pretty good idea of how the day was going to look. We had our to-do list in hand, our schedule laid out, and our sights set, not only on the plans for this day, but also the others that would follow. We were looking to the plans we had for that evening, or the coming weekend, or the upcoming vacation, or some other occasion. We weren't planning on the change in direction, and we weren't anticipating a change in our plans. And then suddenly, our journey was interrupted by an unexpected event or some unanticipated news. And suddenly, we had come to a turn in our path that we had not foreseen. The turn ahead may look overwhelming, it may be devastating, or it may be exciting. But regardless, the one who goes before us has entrusted us with the divine interruption. We would do well to learn from two men who experienced divine interruptions themselves. As we read in Exodus chapter 3, Moses was having a normal day. He was doing the same thing that he had done almost every day for the prior 40 years. He was shepherding his father-in-law's sheep on the side of a mountain. He did not wake up that morning thinking he was going to be standing on holy ground before the day was out. That is how most interruptions come, and that is how most changes in our journey begin. Moses saw something that day which at first glance was not that unusual. Moses was tending his flock and noticed a bush in the distance that was ablaze. That was a common sight on that part of the mountain at that time of year. The dryness of the earth combined with the intensity of the sun often caused bushes to burst into flame. But Moses began to notice that the fire was not burning itself out. And what's more, the bush was not being consumed. Having never seen anything like it in his life, he decided to draw closer to investigate the phenomenon. As Moses approached the bush, God knew he had Moses' attention. So he spoke to Moses, revealing himself and who he is. There is no indication in Scripture that God had ever spoken to Moses prior to that day. But on that day, Moses knew that he was hearing the voice of the Lord God Jehovah. God desires for each and every one of his children to know him, to know him more, and to know him more intimately. It is God that initiates his activity. It is God's plan that we as his children respond to him, not the other way around. God will initiate activity in our lives to seize our attention just as he did through the bush that day. Whether it is a circumstance we encounter or a situation in which we find ourselves, or a word aptly spoken, 
or any other of the countless ways that he should choose, God will place in our path that burning bush that causes us to turn, walk closer, and investigate further. Once he knows he has our attention, he will speak. As he does, he will reveal himself, who he is, and then extend his invitation. That invitation will always entail leaving where we are and following him in a new direction that will require increased faith. Leaving may not always mean a change of geography, but it will always mean leaving the status quo. It will always mean that your life will never be the same. You cannot encounter God and walk away unchanged. As Henry Blackaby often said, God's invitation will require you to make an adjustment to join with him that will lead to a crisis of belief. That invitation will lead to a journey through the unknown. Over 500 years earlier, God had extended an invitation to Abraham. In Genesis 22, we read that God told Abraham to take his beloved son Isaac to a place he would show him and there offer him as a burnt sacrifice to God. What Abraham did next is why God commends him for his faith. Abraham did exactly what God told him to do. Abraham knew he had heard God. God will never leave us in any doubt on that point. And if you are not sure, ask him. I often wonder, as he climbed the mountain with Isaac and as he built the altar, as he bound Isaac's hands and feet, or as he raised the knife to cut Isaac's throat. What questions was he asking? Then, at the very last moment, God stayed his hand and provided the sacrifice. It was not solely Abraham's action that confirmed his faith. It was also God's response to Abraham's faith. What interruption has God entrusted to you? Your only choice is to go forward by faith, trusting Him. He will use this journey not only in your life, but also in the lives of your family members and friends. Imagine Sarah as she watched what Abraham was doing that day. Imagine Zipporah and Jethro when Moses went home and told them what God had told him to do. Many are watching. Many are waiting to see what God is going to do through your faithful obedience. He will not forsake you, no matter how things may appear. He will often allow us to come to a place in the journey where things appear to be bleak. But that is where his hand will be the most conspicuously seen. Trust him. Has he entrusted you with the divine interruption? You're in good company. Moses, Abraham, and all of the men and women who are listed in Hebrews 11 and elsewhere throughout Scripture. Trust Him. He will stay your hand at just the right time. He will guide your steps each and every step of the way. He will bring you to the place He intends. His plan includes the interruption because after all, it really wasn't an interruption, was it? This episode is adapted from The Journey Begins, 
the first book in my Lessons Learned in the Wilderness series. The information on how you can obtain a copy of the book, the entire series, or any of my other books is available on my website, kenwinter.org. Well, thanks for joining me, and keep your eyes open for a divine interruption as you walk with the Master this week.